Yeah. <laughs> I could never turn my back, nigga. Never. I could never forget why I came for all my motherfuckers. Native of New Orleans, all y'all dance on. I didn't want to risk my telephone. Put them on the map. Put them up. Represent. Where you from? Check out some of this down south shit, though, nigga. You about it? I'm about it, about it. Hey, how you guys doing? It's the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to uh, our NBA recap podcast, Last Night in Association. As the playoffs have begun, we're going to record a little bit more frequently as games are on every couple of nights and are a little bit more important. Uh, as we're coming in, you hear Master P, not exactly my favorite rapper, but uh, my co-partner, he picked it tonight. Uh, what's up with that about it? Little stacks in the house. What's up? What's up? What's up? Bout is bout is sending out respect to the NO, the Crescent City, New Orleans, Louisiana. Shout out to the Pelicans up 2 0 on the Trailblazers. Who would have thunk it? One of the best backcourts in the league, Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum being outplayed by Rajon Rondo. It's Rue Holiday. So, I mean, hey, you got to give it up to New Orleans. And one of New Orleans' finest, Master P, is letting everybody know the Pelicans are about it, about it. Yeah, they are definitely about it. Uh, We'll get to that game and that series here in a little bit. Uh, If you listen to the last podcast, and a lot of you did, uh, we're going to break this down into conferences, uh, Eastern Conference, Western Conference, first half, second half. Uh, In the first half, we are going to go straight to the Western Conference. So, you brought it up, the Pelicans up 2-0, Anthony Davis leading the way along with, at least last night, with Drew Holiday. Um, the Trailblazers are in big, big trouble, man, going back to New Orleans down to love. The Trailblazers are, got outplayed and, and, dare I say, possibly outcoached, uh, you know, at home twice, you know, when uh, Drew Holiday, you know, some are saying one of the best two-way guards uh, offensively and defensively in, in the league. Rajon Rondo elevating his game uh, come playoff time. You know, they've got to give everything, all props to the Pels, or they are playing some quality ball. And whenever you have an Anthony Davis caliber player, MVP candidate, you know, he is absolutely putting the team on his back and showing why uh, he is the man in New Orleans. Uh, up 2-0, don't think too many people would have thought it. Uh, but they are playing some outstanding ball right now. They can't be complacent. They need to go back home to New Orleans and finish the deal. Yeah, uh, Portland, one of the toughest places to win, uh, uh, you know, on the road. And they've gone in, you know, the first game was a little bit closer. And last night they, you know, I mean, they're really pretty much comfortably involved in that game or comfortably in the lead all night. So, yeah, shouts out to the Pels. Uh, we'll see what happens when they get down to New Orleans. Uh, but, yeah, I'll, I'm I'm completely surprised that uh, Portland's putting in this performance. You know, dare I say, are the Pelicans a better team without DeMarcus Cousins? You know, since Cousins' in, uh, injury, you know, obviously put more load on Anthony Davis, and then the acquisition of Miritich uh, from the Bulls has spaced the floor more, give more room for Rondo, more room for Holiday. And, of course, Davis doing his thing, only playing center, not playing forward sometimes, center sometimes with Cousins. So are the Pels better without Cousins? That's a question. I'll leave it out there, but they're playing good ball right now. Yeah, no doubt about it. 
Hey, also out west, uh, the champs are back. Uh, before we get into this, too, uh, a quick RIP. Uh, they ran this during the game at TNT that uh, the wife of uh, Coach Popovich passed away. Uh, I guess she'd been sick for a long time. Uh, they've been married like for 40 some odd years. So RIP uh, the coach pop and his family and all of that. Uh, but yeah, the champs are here. He are, are back an efficient win over the Spurs. one sixteen one Oh one. They hit the playoff switch, you know, KD and clay, uh, you know, leading the team, still no Steph, still no Kawhi. Uh, San Antonio's really got no shot. And now you got this hanging over the head of the team as well. Yeah, San Antonio was in big trouble without Kawhi Leonard. They they have they just don't have enough weapons. They don't have enough people to score when you're being led uh, by Rudy Gay. Uh, <laughs> didn't even know he was still in the league in a lot of ways. But uh, Rudy Gay uh, stepping up big, you know, trying to help LaMarcus Aldridge, who is, yes, their true leader. Um, but, you know, he's, he's playing one against five, if you want to look at it. He threw in 35. Uh, but having uh, no assistance from the rest of his team. You know, Manu Ginobili trying to give what he can, but he just doesn't have it like he used to. Uh, so when, again, you're relying on the, the likes of Rudy Gay to help Aldridge, uh, it's not going to happen. Too much firepower, too much firepower with uh, Golden State, and that's without Steph Curry. You know, just too much uh, Durant and, and Thompson and they're getting contributions from all over the lineup. You know, Draymond Green, of course, doing his thing. Um, but, you know, the, the Spurs are in trouble now with this. Um, you know, the death of Aaron Popovich, the wife of Greg Popovich, like you mentioned, hanging over the team. You know, they're already in a tough situation with this now. It's really going to be difficult. Um, you know, I feel bad for the Spurs, but, uh, you know, it's uh, not looking good for the future um, of San Antonio this year. Yeah. Um, my son asked me today, do you think they're going to uh, win a game? And I was like, if they don't win game three, they won't. Uh, so <laughs> their best chance is definitely to win game three. If they don't win that, it'll be a real quick closeout. And, you know, depending upon what happens in the other series, you know, another chance for, you know, days for Steph Curry to get ready to, to, to get well for uh, round two. Uh, I'm you brought up Coach, Coach Steve Kerr, I'm sure, wants to drop the hammer and uh, let's put it away so, yes, they can get some rest, uh, get Curry back for round two. So expect uh, the champs to come out blazing uh, in game three to try to really, uh, you know, put the hammer, uh, nail the coffin, if you will, no pun intended, um, yeah. you know, on the Spurs. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, hey, just a live look in here real quick. I think uh, they go to commercial break with the Pacers and the Cavs, which are currently playing. Uh, they just went to commercial break. I just seen Kevin Love grabbing his hand. I don't know if that was the one he broke already, but uh, it was his left hand. Yeah, that's not a good sign. Uh, and I think, the Cavs, what are they, down by four? Uh, the Pacers, they made a huge comeback. We'll talk about that game. We'll get these to conference anyway. Um, what you brought up Draymond before, was that a flagrant foul or does Draymond's reputation? Uh, I think Draymond's reputation led to that flagrant. There was a, a lot of flop in that play, you know, um, definitely, you know, it wasn't as it was made out to be. However, our reputation does, uh, follow Draymond Green and, and he's got to know that it does follow him. So when he puts himself in those situations, those things are likely to occur. Uh, and really, the the whole Golden State team this year has kind of fell into that type of 
you know, style, if you will, where uh, I'm sure the refs are kind of looking at them a certain way, uh, fair or not, um, you know, his reputation uh, is definitely following him. Yeah, it definitely precedes him. All right. All right, so uh, the other Western Conference game they played uh, here in a little bit, the Rockets up 1-0. Um, the Wolves had their chance, and Jimmy Butler actually had a chance to tie the game, uh, got off an air ball, uh, uh, last-second shot attempt. Uh, Harden goes video game mode, though, 44 points, 8 assists, uh, literally unstoppable. Didn't get as much help as he could have from the other people, but they didn't need it um, going into game two, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, but, you know, so James Harden did his thing, you know, 44 and 8 big numbers, you know, as expected from the, the likely MVP of the league. But I, I'm going to have to give shout-out to uh, Clint Capella dropping 24 and 12. Uh, you know, that's pretty big for him. And on the other side of that, Carl Anthony Towns putting up eight points in 40 minutes. The Timberwolves cannot win a game when you have uh, one of their top players you know, putting in eight points in 40 minutes, you know, Capella definitely outplayed uh, the big cat. And uh, he must come back with a strong game, too, or the Timberwolves are definitely in trouble. Um, you know, decent game, you know, other spots for uh, the Timberwolves, but they need Towns to play big, and he did not do so in game one. Yeah, we'll talk about that and give our predictions for the game tonight. Uh, also out west, Oklahoma City knocks off the Jazz behind playoff feet. <laughs> which may be possibly the worst nickname of all time, by the way. I hope that was tongue-in-cheek when he gave it. Paul George gets 36, shakes off his shaky shooting performance at the end of the season. Uh, you know, I, I, we'll get to this, too, when we preview that game here in a little bit, which is also currently on on NBA TV. Um, but, you know, playoff P, if they can get that kind of performance from Paul George, Oklahoma City is going to be a really tough out. Well, that's what they got him for. You know, the regular season uh, didn't go as planned, but, you know, Paul, George, Carmelo, they came over for playoff time. And uh, playoff P, I never actually heard that nickname until uh, after after game one. Uh, but uh, PG-13, as I'll call him, he, you know, he definitely elevated his game and showed why uh, he they're expected to uh, continue. Uh, over the Jazz, you know, they are trailing at the half of game two uh, to the Jazz. Donovan Mitchell, again, rookie of the year, uh, doing big things, leading the Jazz. But, uh, you know, it's going to be tough to hold off Russ and Paul George in the second half. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, so we um... – yeah, yeah. like I said, we'll talk about that one in a little bit. And we have to talk about Donovan Mitchell, who was a game-time decision for game two, but it looked like he already made the start, so he's good to go. Uh, all right, let's swing it out to the second half, out to the Eastern Conference. Hey, man, the Raptors trying to make us into believers. Got Drake up, smiling and doing everything. 2-0, 130-119 one over Washington last night. Uh, DeMar DeRozan shows up big and finally trying to get the playoff monkey off his back with 37 points. I don't trust well, <laughs> the, the Raptors, uh, or excuse me, the Wizards had their chance in game one. They they let it slip away, and then game two uh, was a, a more Raptor-like performance, you know, DeRozan with, with 37. But other than that, you know, balanced scoring from the rest of the team, even off the bench. So when the Raptors are playing in that type of, of mode, uh, the Wizards don't have much chance. Plus, Bradley Beal has absolutely disappeared, you know, all-star yeah. this year. Uh, he is uh, definitely where. Where's Bradley? And 
instead of mm-hmm. Waldo. We're trying to find him. Uh, John Wall elevated his game 29-9, and but Bradley Beal did absolutely nothing to help. You know, again, one of the top backcourts, uh, if you go Clay and Curry, then you go Lillard, McCollum, probably next would be Beal and Wall. And those last two have done nothing in the playoffs so far this year. Seems like Bradley Beal, as uh, John Wall, has reintegrated himself back into the team and as the team leader has taken a secondary role, which he obviously didn't need to do while, you know, while John Wall was out. But now he's kind of taking a seat back, and he's not nearly as aggressive as he was when John Wall was not on the floor. Yeah, that's, uh, that's amazing. Again, you know, it's pointed out uh, – are are the Wizards a better team? Are the Wizards a better team without John Wall? You know, yeah. um, you mentioned definitely Bill uh, elevated his game in the absence, and uh, even uh, the team had some grumbling, saying the ball is moving better with Wall not on the floor. Now that Wall's back, he you know did his thing, if you will, but you know the team uh, did not do theirs. So uh, the Raptors are looking good. Uh, you know, I still, you know, will not give them the nod. They will, I'm sure, win this opening series, uh, mm-hmm. but we'll see when uh, round two comes around if the Raptors show up or not. Yeah, lots of easy buckets last night as the Raptors get up to 130 points. You know, in a game like that, even in the playoffs, you get to 119, you should win, not lose by double digits. So uh, a little bit of defensive struggles uh, for the Wiz. Uh, Celtics. Uh, get a, a fairly decent or easy win last night, two over the Bucks. Jalen Brown gets 30. Terry Rozier, another 22. Uh, Giannis really not getting a whole lot of help from anybody else. Uh, yeah, Giannis playing big, you know, but he is getting zero uh, assistance from, you know, people we thought would elevate their game come playoff time, whether it's uh, Middleton, whether it's uh, Brogdon, whether it's, Parker, or, of course, Eric Bledsoe. He's not getting any help. And, again, the Celtics are going to be around in every game they play, and this is without a big game from Jason Tatum. He had only six points, so, uh, you know, not big from him. And and still a pretty easy win for the Celtics. So uh, they're looking really nice uh, with Terry Rozier has absolutely stepped in quite well for Kyrie, uh, dropping in 22 uh, and Eric Bledsoe says, who's Terry Rozier? Well, I yeah. think you should see he's the one dropping buckets on you. So he's on you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you were brought over to uh, be like that piece to help the Greek freak out. And, uh, you're, again, your biggest, your, your two biggest moments are that cross that, that crossover step back and this little tantrum that you threw at the uh, – uh, in the locker room after that game. I read something there somewhere where I think that uh, he was mad or allegedly he was upset that uh, uh, when uh, Rozier was talking about the game, he ta- he called him, I think, mistakenly or maybe did it on purpose, called him Drew Bledsoe. Uh, but I'm thinking, I don't know. I don't know. He's actually he's probably too young to even know who the hell Drew Bledsoe is, so it probably was a personal diss. But, yeah, he's definitely going to have to step up his game when they take it back to Milwaukee if they're going to get a win. Yeah, I think he will. Uh, things may change uh, in Milwaukee. They might still a game, but I think the Celtics are in a comfortable position right now, and um, I look to see this one ending in five. Yeah, of the two series heading out, uh, you know, which team got the best chance you think to win Game Three on their home court? 
Yeah, I think it will be Milwaukee. I think, uh, you know, they will give a little home cooking, if you will, and uh, they may steal that game three. Uh, but, again, overall, I think the Celtics uh, team ball, team ball, they're playing well, uh, getting contributions all over the place. And, again, the young guns, Tatum and Brown, leading them. Al Horford stepping in, again, playing well. Uh, so the Celtics are playing some great ball. Uh, Bucks might still game three, but Celtics will win the series. Yeah, I think a little bit underrated. I, I've run Al Horford on this podcast and other areas before, too. Uh, the Greek Freak gets 30, but, I mean, he could get many more, uh, the defense that he's playing on him and getting offensive buckets on the other side, too. Uh, shout out to Al Horford. Uh, I'm going to give him his props for that. Uh, all right, the other here, the series that's in the go-betweens as the game tomorrow night, the Miami Heat, my Miami Heat, and I absolutely bailed on after that complete ass-kicking in, uh, in game one. Uh we get a Dwayne Wade throwback of the clock, man. He gets in the wayback machine, drops 28 points in 26 minutes. Uh, the Heat get physical with the, with Philadelphia, you know, some kind of Riley-style 90s basketball and push him around a little bit. Uh, and then Dwayne Wade hits the dagger in Kevin Hart's face. Uh, definitely. Uh, I, I couldn't uh, believe it. <laughs> yeah, it was um, Yeah, definitely a turn back the clock. Uh, back to the future, if you will, whatever you know you want to say about Dwayne Wade, he uh, definitely elevated his game. You know, he he again he was brought in to to lead the young team uh, in this time of year, and they saved his legs, then played big minutes uh, down the stretch, so he could do uh, what he did the other night. You know, twenty eight and twenty six. So Dwayne Wade did his thing. Question is, how much can he do, or how many times can he do? Uh, that type of performance, you know. But he uh, definitely uh, led his team. He led his team, and as a veteran should, and uh, they pulled out a victory. The Sixers didn't uh, didn't shoot as well from three. You know, game one, they were absolutely unconscious, and, you know, we knew it would come down a bit, and uh, it definitely did. And uh, you could tell uh, when the threes weren't clicking, you know, you had to go to other means for offense. Um, Simmons did well, but, um, you know, he's, you know, not a jump shooter. So when the threes aren't falling, what else are they going to do? That's the time where you need Joel Embiid. And, um, you know, he's still uh, doubtful for game three. Doubtful. Yeah, doubtful for game three. Yeah, the Heat pick up um, – the Heat pick up the defense, like, straight from the – you know, right under the bucket. They're playing their full 94 feet uh, during that game and bumps. Justice Winslow bumping – you know, people all over the place, really. And uh, so, yeah, so shouts out to the Heat for that. Yeah, Joel Embiid, yeah, doubtful for game three. He sends out a tweet after the game, essentially says, I'm tired of being baby." you know. Um, he can clear the concussion protocol, but I guess it's something maybe to do with his face. Who really knows? Uh, but without him um, coming to Miami, I don't think that's a good spot for the Sixers. Well, you know, I think uh, they hadn't lost in, you know, a month. You know, they hadn't lost in a month. They had won, you know, 17 games in a row. So maybe this was a dose of reality, uh, you know, for the 76ers to uh, to lose a game. They they forgot what it was like to lose a game. I think they'll bounce back. They are the better team with or without Embiid. Uh, you know, they won't shoot as good as they did in game one, but they won't shoot as poorly as they did in game two. It'll probably be somewhere in between. 
And, uh, you know, I think the six are still okay, uh, you know, with or without Embiid. But, you know, can't count out the heat, you know, if Wade uh, does what he did uh, in game two. So uh, can uh, D-Wade continue to elevate his team? We'll see in game three. Yeah, watch out for the South Beach curse for the Sunday afternoon start. Uh, You know, if they only get to really the day and a half turnaround to get from Philly to Miami for game three tomorrow. Uh, But that's a few days on South Beach before that Sunday game, uh, just be careful. There's <laughs> a, a long time for a lot of young dudes to be out in Miami. Uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, shout out to D-Wade. Definitely turn back the clock. Uh, probably, I'm not sure if you saw the, um, you know, when he hits that, that last dagger um, where he turns and he looks down Kevin Hart, you know, uh, Allen Iverson is maybe two feet people down from, from Kevin Hart, and his words to Dwayne Wade is like, you a bad motherfucker. So yeah, okay. uh, great, great, uh, great moment there here for D Wade. Hopefully he can keep it going. All right. Yeah, key key words you said there. He looked down at Kevin Hart. He looked. Yeah. Down at Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right. So we moved to tonight's game, and literally we are right down to the wire for this Pacers and Cavs game. Uh, I, I texted you when we were pretty much done with the podcast last, uh, the last podcast, and was like, "Hey, man, we didn't talk about the Kardashian curse." As I don't think Tristan Thompson's actually gotten any minutes in this game for sure, and I'm not sure how many minutes he played in, in Game One as well. Um, the Cavs up, I think, four here. Uh, they're up five or nineteen seconds to go. Tristan Thompson has definitely lost his spot in the rotation. Uh, you know, he uh, Larry Nance Jr. has uh, filled his spot, uh, playing the the five spot off the bench. Uh, he only came in in mop up minutes at the end of the game of game one, and he has not played yet in game two. So there's definitely some Kardashian curse uh, going on there. He's his game has disappeared. You know, he was the energy guy. He was the rebounder, offensive, defensive rebound, start the fast break. Uh, they got none of that down the stretch, and, you know, he lost favor with uh, Ty Lue, and he is uh, not even sniffing the court uh, these days. So, um, you know, the Cavs look in a good position to win game two. LeBron uh, showed why he is the king uh, with 44 at this point, still not getting much help. Um, you know, with Love with 15, and then Kyle Korver next on the list with 12. Um Dare I say he misses uh, Kyrie? I won't say that, but we know that's true. <laughs> yeah, uh, they've gotten some really interesting spots. You know, Calderon had a decent game, uh, you know, coming off the bench. A lot of foul trouble with George Hill uh, in this game as well. Uh, but LeBron scored, I think, the first 16 points uh, on his own. He came out, you know, no talking, just heading to the basket, just, you know, head down, hitting pretty much everything. Uh, to start, you know, and he wound up, I think, 20 in the first half. So, uh, yeah, this is this is the type of game, you know, no, somebody asked him how he was feeling about, you know, being down 1-0, and he was like, I was down 3-1 in the finals. You, you really think this is a big deal to me? And so, you know, this is the kind of game you would expect from a superstar in this moment. Yeah, no doubt. LeBron is definitely, again, showing why he is the king, you know. He's, um, you know, taking 24 shots, I think. To me, that's the number. Uh, to to look at even more so than his points. You know, my opinion, he should take no less than 20 shots a game. And we know sometimes he is efficient, 
taking less. But, you know, when you're the leader of the team, you got to, you know, lead the team um, in, in multiple ways. And tonight uh, he's definitely showing why he is indeed the king, my personal MVP this year. But, uh, hey, big numbers by LeBron, 46 uh, so far with six seconds to go. Yeah, he gets himself in trouble a little bit by sometimes being, you know, too unselfish uh, and passed a lot in that first game and people didn't hit shots and they wind up getting kind of run on their home court. So this one looks like it's going to be headed to 1-1, headed back to Indiana for, I think that's game one on Saturday or game three on Saturday. Uh, we got I'm not really sure what the extent of this Kevin Love injury is, but that would definitely be a, a, a hamper as he did not come back in the game after he came out. Yeah, that would be a problem. Um, you know, we'll wait to see what, you know, the extent of the injury is. But uh, Kevin Love having difficulty staying in the lineup uh, this year for the Cavs. Yeah, no doubt. All right, the other game is on tonight. It's the Jazz at the Thunder. Uh, I said this was my upset pick of the night, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. I just don't tr- trust Oklahoma City, man. They've been having a couple of days where everybody on playoff P and everybody giving them, you know, and on the on the Zach as we used to say. Um, I, yeah, I just don't trust them. They're going to get their heads gassed up and, might, you know, the Jazz can sneak one out tonight. Uh, Utah playing well as of right now, but, um, you know, as I flip the channel over, we're going to uh, see, you know, they're, they are up seven currently, but still a lot of time left. Um, you know, uh, Westbrook really looking to put his uh, stamp on the game. You know, Donovan Mitchell playing in the game, but, you know, it's, you know, Derek Favors putting up big numbers uh, for Utah and even Ricky Rubio throwing 15 in so far. I can't – when Ricky Rubio's hitting his jumper, you're yep. in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, having once had the foot contusion at a time, um, it is very, very painful depending upon how deep that bruise is, uh, almost to the point where the doctor told me it was like it would have been less painful if you broke it. Um, so – yeah, uh, it's very curious as to how that's going to play out for him over time. Again, depending upon how serious it was, but obviously it was fairly serious if they made him a game time decision. I'm sure he had much better access to doctors and uh, uh, drugs than I did at Edinburgh University. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, we'll see how that game plays out tonight. Uh, the last game on the on the docket is the Wolves at the Rockets. This is my blowout pick game of the night. Uh, you know, they had their shot the Wolves in game one. They didn't take advantage of it. This 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 is setting up to be one of those games where the Rockets just blow them out to me. Yeah, I think uh, I definitely have to agree with that. Uh, Minnesota, uh, again, you know, played them tough game one, had opportunities. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see them doing much better unless Carl Anthony Towns, you know, elevates his game. They cannot uh, – they cannot do um, – I can't do anything with too many weapons uh, for the Rockets. You know, I expect, uh, I, I think I'd have to agree with you, uh, a blowout special in the making tonight in Houston. So as we get ready to turn the corner, Valley LaForce is interviewing LeBron here. As we get ready to turn the corner into this latter part of the weekend games, we get the Heat and the Sixers tomorrow night, and we get, uh, I think there's one more tomorrow night. I don't have it in front of me right now. Uh, but who do you like for tomorrow night with the Heat and the Sixers? I'll tell you, uh, if the Heat were to somehow sneak out game three, uh, I think then you really, really hear uh, the the grumbling, 
you know, from, you know, the 76ers, uh, you know, with or without Embiid. If, if Embiid uh, does not play in game three and the Sixers were to lose, uh, there's going to be some, some trouble in Philly, you know, and not necessarily from a talent point of view because they are the better team. I think more so it would be from just a a, a mental uh, state because obviously a young team, this is not a position they've been in before. Uh, so, you know, this is something, um, you know, only people on their team, you know, with the, the playoff experience would be like a, a J.J. Redick and yeah. uh, Marco Bellinelli, you know, and those guys would have to be the ones to, quote, unquote, calm the team and, you know, lead the way uh, to show some veteran savvy. And I don't think those guys uh, are going to be able to, to do that. They're leading players, their rookie, Ben Simmons, you know, and then, you know, Joel Embiid if he does play. So um, it's going to be a tough game to call. Sixers better come out firing early, take the crowd out of it, uh, if the crowd gets in it, Miami, I expect to heat the roll. All right. Uh, yeah, and the other games tomorrow night, Portland at New Orleans, and then Golden State in San Antonio. Um, at the, I, I'm with you. I think every home team's gonna, uh, every home team's gonna hold serve. Uh, and uh, like I said, San Antonio will be on their way out the door. And then I, I, I kind of believe Portland's gonna, you know, kind of phone it in too if they lose tomorrow night. Yeah, Portland. Uh, Portland better take the crowd out immediately in New Orleans, yeah. you know, or they are in big trouble. San Antonio, uh, they're at home. Uh, this is their best shot at all, but I still don't think it's going to be enough against the Dubs. All right. Okay. So as we hit the wrap up after the final buzzer, uh, you know, a little, little bit of the playoff schedule. We'll have Master P continue to be bouted, bouted, and play us out. Hey man, where can they find you? Hey, find me at Will Stacks, W-I-L-L-S-T-A-C-K-S on Instagram. Let me know what you think of this week in the association. Or you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Waters 77 That's M-R-W-A-T-E-R-S 77 on Twitter. Give me your thoughts. What do you think of the playoffs so far? What are some topics you would love for us to talk about going forward on this week in the association? Yes, that's right. And this week in association, remember you better find the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play. Uh, just search at Bros Comics. You can find me on Twitter at Bros Comics. You can find me on Instagram at Bros Comics. That's B R O T H A S C O M I C S at Bros Comics. So yeah, check us out. Find, rate, review, subscribe, share, all of those lovely, lovely things as we make our way through this first round of the playoffs. Uh, I'm gonna let you have this bout at P, man. Uh, this is, I am not a No Limit Soldier fan of at all. Um, so <laughs> this, hey, this is a little bit rough up. opening and closing for me. Got to give it up uh, for the No, and then might I say Mia X verse uh, in this is actually fantabulous. You know, one of the best uh, verses uh, for sure in the No Limit family. But uh, yeah. hey, <laughs> big shout out to uh, you know New Orleans doing big things. Can they keep it up against the Blazers? Yeah, we'll find out real soon. Playoff schedule-wise for us, we'll probably come back towards this, towards uh, probably Saturday or Sunday-ish area as we let some of these other games play in. Uh, I'll be getting some closeout games, actually, by the time we get to that podcast. So just be checking us out. You know, stay loose. We'll be there. We ain't going to let you down. 
uh, as we get like deeper and deeper into the playoffs. All right. So as the producer of this podcast, I'm signing off. Go ahead and sign off with Stacks. Will Stacks is out. Peace. Peace, everybody. You ain't think quick, that's why you on your ass. And niggas nothing, perpetrating dog and shit. You go to the projects, you might get your wigs flipped. If the crazy wanna for a quarter, you better not fuck with them food that's gone on that water water. I mean that click of juice, but Melba hot. Like whatever you want to go to that dick and cigarettes to get hot. Pack some alcohol, niggas don't even give a fuck. They leave you stuck in that motherfucking black truck. Break you off like some motherfucking Japanese. Ain't, ain't no love in this hood, ain't no love for cheese. And these niggas killing bitches too. And these bitches setting them niggas and don't give a fuck about you. You gotta be body body, cause I'm body body. Dirt wall, tell your bright text, you know they body body. In that fourth wall, it's body body. body I mean body. that fifth wall, it's tenth wall. You know they body body, twelfth wall, body body. In that 13, 17, up, down, downtown, across the sea, body, body, cause we body, body, my little homie, hot, minor sign, they body, 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 I mean we body, body, King George, T or you, you know we body, body, still, you know he body, body, my manager, TC, you know he body, body, big A, body, body, Sonya C, you know, she body body, see man, body body, Mr. Servant, it's body body, Moby T, you know he's body body, Terry G, K. Luke, body body, Craig, you know he's body body. Come kick some shit, she I can't show a whole bunch of niggas that I'm proud Coming from the press and testing up and ready to bust on those who crowded, I'm rowdy. That's the fuck, so you best be backing up from this below sea level ho. Coming like a tornado brings drama. Either way, I have to do this. So break yourself, niggas. Here comes a woman to this true click. The bitch you love to hate, but yeah, they bold enough to face this me. Your ex will finish first. And this grand diva breaks, I kick your ear hoes. Laced with my pimp strips. Punks play your hate because they shit be bones But I drunk a nigga's head into a toilet full of piss Cause in this drama feel but we ain't taking no shit Downtown six wall, love feet on guard Seven walled hard heads, niggas out that St. Bernard Night wall, press, post, desire in Florida, New Orleans So powdered every day, we coming hard on fire Water got them niggas getting high up my flows Dumb bones Green plus my A2 fake, got them paying 20 bucks. So bring it on, cause I got it recognized. No limit in me, your ex nigga flex if you got it, bout it. You got it, bout it, yeah, I'm bout it, bout it. And rest in peace, my girl Jill, cause she was bout it, bout it. I mean, she bout it, bout it. She was bout it, bout it. Them niggas from No Limit Records, you know we bout it, bout it. Master P, you know I'm bout it, bout it. The whole New Orleans, them motherfuckers are bout it, bout it. Baton Rouge, you know they body body. Texas and Tennessee, you know they body body. Alabama, even Georgia, and all you other motherfuckers down the south side floor, you know they body body. Cause we body body. From Richmond, California to Oakland, they body body. Across the gate, to San Francisco, to the east side, <laughs> you know they body body. Down in Kansas City, 
You know they body body Kentucky, Ohio, Washington Cause they body body Mean Green You know he body body Greg Street <laughs> That nigga body body Wap Wayne <laughs> You know he's body body My nigga Versicola You know he's body body Rock scene in the Mac Know your body body And all the niggas uptown Fucking body body all them niggas booting up with them gold. Body body, them niggas body body. My body. little brother Kevin Miller, rest in peace. Rest in peace, young nigga. <laughs> he was body body. Bounce 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 fool. If you body body, yeah. <laughs> if you body, say you body. Being a body, that mean you down to do whatever. You body, I'm body.